All right, y'all, I just want to let y'all know that um, right now my level of uh, mentally fucked is pretty high. It's so high, I'm almost willing to bring back the old show. I was saving that for Halloween, but it seems like it's going to come maybe a little faster than that. But I'm going to try to fight off the demons for now. I'm going to play you guys a track right quick. This one's, uh, well, it's new to me, so... And we play it in, well... I listen to it barely today, <laughs> and it's, it's an instrumental track, and uh, let's see if you guys like it. I'm not going to tell you the title until we come back, so here we go.
So what'd you think of the song? It was by a band called Motsus. I think that's how you pronounce it. M-O-T-S-U-S Motsus. And the song is called Wuchi. <laughs> Something Wuchi. Hold on, I, I gotta look it up. I'm sorry, y'all. I, I know it's lame when you get a podcaster that has no, you know, fucking clue what he's talking about because it's been it's been overdone really. I think it's Coochie Wuchi. Hoochie Wuchi. Okay, Hoochie Wuchi. Uh, do you guys think it went on too long? You know what I mean? Uh, some people might think because that's the thing about instrumental, especially when it's like like that. I'm not saying it's bad, but you know, a lot of times these are the kinds of songs that I call great wrestling theme songs. You know what I mean? And of course, unless you're like, you know, because there's a lot of like progressive doom metal shit, you know what I mean? Or miserable doom metal shit out there. Like a uh, bong ripper always comes to mind. Because, you know, Bong Ripper always has these, like, 20-minute songs with, like, 15, not even, like, solos or anything. They just have, like, a progression from going, like, heavy and miserable to high and miserable to middle of miserable to, like, desolate. You know what I mean? Their case in point, their album Heroin is a good example of that. Like, the misery you feel from listening to that record. <laughs> you know, it's, it's the shit of legends. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As you can tell, I'm trying really hard to restrain myself, okay? Because I always said, you know, this is the non-negative show. Kane is dead is where all the fuck shit happens. And all the fuck shit is hap- talked about. This one, I'm trying not to make it that way. But the way I'm feeling right now, I might wind up taking that dark turn. Letting, you know, bullshit like certain... <laughs> COVID the play and shit like that. But uh speaking of Satan, it brings me to my next uh topic of whatever. Tonight I got a alert on my phone from uh Chandler, happening Chandler, that's where I got the footage from. Apparently uh Jesus Christ himself of the internet, Elon Musk, launched the SpaceX thing or some bullshit like that. I don't know, I'm not really paying attention to him. But apparently it launched and blah blah blah, and I'm outside my window with my head out my window with fisting uh, with my uh, fisting, <laughs> yeah, fisting the air. You know what I mean? Fisting with my hand, shaking my fist at the air and yelling out, "Well, then drop the fucking nukes you promised, you faggot." You know what I mean? That's the kind of shit I'm talking about. <laughs> and I know it wasn't him; it was Biden, bitch ass. But you know what? Fuck both of them. They're both fags in my book. But dig though, you know what I mean? Y'all motherfuckers is like worshiping this hoe. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, this is a great time to talk about. And it, and it's, and it ties back into Halloween and the whole situation that we're going in as a, as a desolate state that we have become. You know what I'm saying? So with that said, I got to say that the, what had uh, come to mind was a motherfucking, uh, what do you call that shit? What has come to mind is a childhood dream, a boyhood dream, if you will. You know what I mean? Like, you know, people want to do, you know, be a fireman or whatever. My boyhood dreams, my first main one that I want, well, one of the big ones, I should say. Not my main one. My main one's coming up. One of my big ones was be was to be a, a, a radio DJ. Second one was to be Batman. And third 
and most importantly, I wanted to grow up to be Bender. Is it Bender B. Rodriguez? Yeah, Bender from Futurama. I wanted to be an alcoholic robot who has no self-control and can bend things. And I wanted to do it all in style the way Bender did. You know what I mean? And that's one thing I... uh, as a kid i wanted that because you know when i was a kid i was watching shit like you know futurama and the simpsons back when they were good and now that they're you know i mean they've they've i don't know because like i know from what i'm told apparently now on the simpsons if i'm not mistaken it's gotten so woke now lisa's a transgendered lesbian uh let's see shot putting fucking 10 spirits slash multicultural even though she's yellow she can identify as whatever she wants because if you don't apply to uh, oblige you're a bigot with you know even though she said oh it says it's in the it's it's it says it's a lesbian it identifies more as, say, a tree with limbs that hang on the left as opposed to the right because then the wind is not so harsh on that side. And uh, although, yet again, claiming lesbian wants to be considered a straight twin bee, uh, bipanel stovetop with and only and not limited to aluminum siding okay and then bart simpson is a little boy and that's where the problem is is because bart is a boy get that a child being a child what are the fucking odds eh not but digs though and then like you know futurama i watched it all them years you know what i mean and i always liked it you know because bender was like a hero a personal hero of mine as you can see as you can tell and I remember one year in Halloween, I actually like what I did was I wrapped myself in tin foil, and then when I did that, I uh, freaking got my dad's like because my dad used to like do like uh, at his job they gave him like these big goofy goggles that he never liked, so I put those on. But my mistake was that I put like glow in the dark paint in front, of, like so I could have like the yellow eyes like Bender has. So I put glow-in-the-dark paint on the eyes, and that was a bad idea because apparently you're not supposed to put it on the inside of the eyes. And I did. And next thing I know, I'm running around like a dumbass, acting like I'm blind, which I pretty much was. They took me to the hospital, and they had to flush me out with these things that look like dish. You know what I mean? So, like, they put these things against my eyes, and I go, square, square, and then square, square, and then the square, square. You know what I'm saying? It was fucking insane. But I, you know, I lesson learned. If I'm going to do it, I got to fully commit to becoming Bender Rodriguez you know what I'm saying and you know being that you know as a country where where we're headed you know people are selling their children's souls so they can fucking you know have a couple of dollars and a peace of mind knowing that they obliged or whatever and I'm sorry this is not the negative show so I'm gonna end it at that but I'm saying like if I could sell my soul tomorrow and become a robot Along with handwritten lyrics from Radiohead, I do it in a heartbeat. You know what I mean? But like, the thing is, I want to like be a robot that has no emotions. You know what I mean? But I had like a cool voice, like Bender's. You know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah, you know, wow, wow, whatever, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) 
And you know what I mean? And that's just the, the, the glory of it all. You know what I'm saying? And uh, now that I've talked about this, I'm, I'm a little more cheered up now because now you can, you guys can laugh at my misery because it was pretty damn funny in my opinion. Believe that. Can you imagine that freaking, freaking ten-year-old boy running around, blinded by a stupid-ass decision he made? You know what I mean? It, it's just glorious when you think about it. And. And that wasn't the only time I tried to be Bender. You know, the following year, what I did was I got a bunch of cardboard boxes. And uh, what I did was I spray painted all of them uh, silver, which was also a mistake. You know what I mean? Because finally, when I, on the day of Halloween, I put the... I, I, I had shaped a cardboard box in the shape of Bender's head. You know what I mean? And on that day, I chose to, you know, pay, uh, do, you know, show off my fine work. By spray painting the whole thing uh, silver, not remembering to let it dry first. And next thing you know, I'm like huffing paint really bad. I get a really horrible buzz and I'm just laying on top of my sister's car face down. <laughs> wondering what the hell just happened. When they found out I did that, they actually, uh, my my folks, when they found out I did it, they were like, oh, well, shit. Oh, well, it's not like he knew or if he did, you know what I mean? It's not like he did it on purpose, because that's the big thing in the family. He didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> Go figure. And then finally, yeah, that was the last time I tried to be Bender. Recently, I was watching Futurama again, and I remember a couple episodes. Like one of my favorite ones is when Bender becomes a folk singer, and he, he him and Beck are doing songs together. And I was, for whatever reason, because I haven't seen this episode in a long time, but I was. <laughs> I don't know why, but I was waiting for a moment when, what the hell's his name? Uh, Beck says something along the lines of like, you know, I'm going to beat you to the halfway to death with a steel toe dildo or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Because like, if you ever heard Mellow Girl, you know what I'm talking about. He says things like that. And, um, but yeah, it's just, it's just wild. You know, it's wicked. It's funny. It's, it can be interpreted as dumb at some points, I suppose. Because, I don't know, it's just dreams, you know what I'm saying? And, like, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but, you know, now that since uh, since Jesus Christ of the Internet launched this shit, there's a lot of shit in the sky right now. I would take pictures, but I'm not too interested because I'm hoping at least one of these fucks has a nuke. Wait, Joey, that's the other show, not this one. All right, I'm sorry, damn. You know what I mean? But, you know, seriously, you know what I mean? It's like that band. Was it a band or something? They were called We Were, we were Promised Jetpacks. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? But there you go, you know what I mean? I can't be too mad because, you know, like they say, the truth will set you free. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm just, you know, whatever. Because, you know, part of me, like, it hurts. Like, the situation I'm in right now, it hurts me mentally. And to an extent physically. But I got to remember that there are boundaries and shit like that. And I got to like, you know, you know, because then I got to think back to my personal Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? Uh, which is Morrissey. He was never perfect. He was never great. He's a racist piece of shit. Apparently he's apparently to some people. He's also an incel. Believe that. I don't know how that's even possible because he never claimed to like sex or crave it. You know what I mean? 
And, you know, up until recent memory, I wasn't craving, you know, fucking either until, you know, well, I mean, I'm not going to lie, until I met Eva and we, we were fucking and we were fucking some more and we were fucking and I licked her feet and I sucked her toes and then I uh, ate her ass and I ate her pussy and she did her shit for me, you know what I mean? And that's when, you know, we were laying in bed <laughs> listening to... Uh, one of her favorite bands, Electric Citizen, and she gave me the inspiration. Look, I like Kane is Dead, baby, but can you just like do a show where you don't like just shit all over everyone? And that's when she inspired this show, which still hasn't had a title since then. You know, I was gonna call it Sin and Doom, but you know, that's just so cliche. You know what I mean? Uh, I was going to say stoned or something. Uh, something to do with pot and metal. Doom metal. Stoner metal. You know what I'm saying? Like down tune. You know what I mean? Some shit like that. You know what I mean? But that's where the inspiration came from was her. And, you know, the great sex we were having and, and up until she left me. You know what I mean? And like I told y'all before, it's not like I'm bitter about it. It's just It just happens. And, uh, oh yeah, I'm sorry to say this, Mr. Nurse, if you're out there listening, she's still sending me nudes, so, uh, you might want to put a cap on that, it's not, it's not like I'm gonna fuck her either, so you might want to tell her to block my number or some shit, Mr. Nurse Man, if you're listening out there, because I know she very well is listening right now, thank you for the plays, baby, <laughs> I'm a dick, oh my god, I feel like a fucking dickhead, <laughs> But now that we're on the uh, subject of science fiction type shit, I want to play you guys a song from Inferus. The song is called La Pared, and it is off an album called Dope Rider. Enjoy because I really like this track.
Do you guys know what mentiras means? You know what I mean? You guys speak Spanish somewhere out there? You guys know what mentiras means? It means lies, okay? Lie, yeah, fuck. And uh, since I like that last song so much, I'm going to play another track by the same band in first. And the album again is called Dope Rider. This song is called Mentiras. It's a little shorter, and uh, I really dig it. I think you might too.
All right, so for the review tonight, we're going to review The Faculty, directed by Robert Rodriguez. And uh, you know what I mean? Before we get into that, let's check out the trailer. No more pencils, no more books, no more teachers, dirty looks. The students at Harrington High have always suspected their teachers were from another planet. Is this going to be on the test? This is the test. This time, they're right. Now, these six students won't just question authority. They'll have to destroy it. Critics are calling it hip and scary. A thrilling ride from beginning to end. The faculty... Please report to the principal's office. Now the faculty starring uh, that dude from Terminator, some old lady, Baby Newworth, Sama Hayek, Josh Hartnett, and some other people I don't give a fuck about. It's a movie. <laughs> sort of like a teen rendition of say invasion of the body snatchers it's all about these people well the faculty in a high school up in ohio and at this school <laughs> they suddenly start acting weird they suddenly need a lot of water next thing you know bam they start taking over the school by infecting the children that go to that school through the ear this weird alien thing that makes them all robotic and stiff in motion and extremely thirsty now, most of them act the same way, you know what I mean? But some of them are just, like, catatonic. And, 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 and for some of the students in this movie, it's quite evident. Specifically, there's a couple, you don't see them a lot, but there's a couple, male, female, that are always fighting with each other. She's, like, taking swings at him, and he's, he's just, like, trying to back her off. It's actually quite, you know, it is kind of funny looking, I ain't gonna lie. But, you know what I mean, the... The whole premise is, it's like, okay, so once we aliens become the thing, we can take over the community, and then as such, we can live as one. Da 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 da. Doesn't that sound oddly familiar? Truth or fucks? <laughs> no, but there you go. You know what I'm saying? So, what I think about the movie, personally, I think it's great. Okay. I'm a big fan of sci-fi horror, as, y'all, as a lot of y'all know, you know what I mean? So watching this was actually quite a treat. I didn't really know what to expect. Other than, you know, the usual Robert Rodriguez affair. Um, let's see. Performance-wise, it was pretty cool, you know what I mean? My favorite character was the one that Josh Hartnett played, which was, like, the super senior. Like, he's a, he's, he's a good student, but he just, like, doesn't show up. So he's, like, he's repeating years and shit like that. Uh, along with him is like Jordana Brewster who's a cunt like she always is and then we got you know that midget from Lord of the Rings you know who I'm talking about Frado or whatever his name is uh, he also played Ryan on Wilfred <clears throat> which was also a great show anyways so you, you know we're watching this shit and it's like woohoo shit <laughs> uh, the gore it's not really that gory but it really comes off more as like you know you know, what you don't see is more frightening than what you do. And the whole thing that they have all the students lined up and they're putting that shit in their brain through their mouth or whatever. It's like, oh. 
Also, in the opening, it was pretty, pretty sickening when uh, Baby, I think that's how you say it, Bebe or Bebe Newworth, you know, the chick from uh, Seinfeld, and also Cheers, Lilith, when she gets a pencil just shoved through her hand. I mean, it's, it's god-awful. It looked bad, you know what I mean? But uh, then, of course, you know, because it's like, it's Robert Rodriguez, and you know how, like, him and Guillermo del Toro and, of course, you know, the OG Peter Jackson movies, they incorporate horror with comedy. So there are some parts of this shit that are fucking hilarious. Specifically one, because, you know, who gives a fuck about spoilers, you know what I mean? Because if you're going to give a fuck about spoilers, I mean, if the movie's over 20 years old, I think it's time to move on. You had, you should have at least seen it once. Believe that. But anyways, you know, spoiler... No, no spoilers. There's a... Because uh, Josh Hartnett's character, although although a bully and a jackass and a jerk-off all put together, also very smart and scientific. And he makes his own drugs, which is like... He says it's mostly caffeine, but it's like more or less a send-up of, um, you know... Uh, I, guess, I guess you could say high school's version of meth. Or or in a sense, it could be like that spice shit that we, people were smoking back in 08, 09, me included. <laughs> but for real, though, there's a scene when he has, you know, because apparently the drugs affect the the aliens to, like, a dire extent to the point that, like, you know, like, they're like... <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it basically kills them on contact, which is cool, in my opinion, you know what I'm saying? And what what winds up going down is that this motherfucker, like, you know, he tells everyone because he has a stash, and he tells them all, "All right, to prove you're not one of these alien fucks, sniff this." And everybody sniffs it, and at one point, the uh, the Elijah Wood—that's his name—character snorts the thing. He goes, because you know when you do, you know how it is when you oot anything up your nose, you know what it's like. <laughs> And uh, I re- damn, I gotta really stop letting these feels get to me. It's not Kane is dead. It's not Kane is dead. It is not Kane is dead. This is the other show. Okay, don't be fucking negative, asshole. Anyway, so oh yes, so what winds up happening is that Elijah Wood snorts this shit, and then he starts laughing. The jock character, who I already forgot his name, he was that forgettable. He's all like, what the fuck's wrong with him? And the heart and the character's like, hey, man, he's fucking tweaking. Let him fucking tweak. <laughs> I don't know why that shit was so funny to me, when he, the way he says it and the implication and all this shit. But anyways, it ends pretty cool. I ain't gonna lie, you know, a little corny, but, you know, it's, it, it's a Robert Rodriguez film. What do you expect? You know what I mean? Anything, honestly, anything to me is better than... What was it? The Grindhouse movie he made with Tarantino. Uh, not Grindhouse, though. I forgot what it was called. Um, not Death Proof. Whatever that stupid zombie movie with all the strippers and the hoes and the people beating up the car. You know what I mean? Rose McGowan looking sexy as always. <laughs> not but for real. Uh, yeah, I give it a recommendation. I really, I really dug it. You know what I mean? And and you should too, really, because this shit was pretty entertaining. But I gotta say one thing. You know, it's funny because the automatons in the world, whether you consider yourself a truther or not, 
it really comes into something really comes into play with the with the bullshit that you're always trying to preach out there which is we need to get along and become one big nation under a groove you know what i'm saying but when you really think about it there's movies like this that actually show that it's really fucked if you try to do that because in turn you're gonna wind up killing a bunch of people who are doing exactly what you want but not in the terms of well how you want it so therefore again it is proven once again that the human existence is flawed <coughs> and unity will be our downfall think about that next time you start saying we need to blah 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 because you know what even if we overthrow the fucking government even if we do all this bullshit it's still gonna be divide and conquer so give me give me a fucking break save me a headache and just go on with your own personal bullshit which is what i do which is why i host two podcasts which is why i'm usually mad <laughs> i ain't gonna lie you know what i'm saying you know what i mean uh, but dig i'm gonna play you an old track this one is from way back no it's not that far back 2012 because i play at least one horrorcore track per episode and this is gonna be the one this one is me and you wait me me you or you i whatever it's by comatose it's off one of the greatest horrorcore albums in the history of motherfucking horrorcore and that is i madman Give a 
much sleep last night, but that's alright I'm about to be a trendsetter and reach new heights I've got one in my sight, but I ain't trying to fight To be honest, I'm nervous, anxious, and uptight But no time for that, cause now I'm walking the halls Kids and teachers litter the school, it's almost wall to wall I catch a glimpse of the victim, I make out the call After I yell at his name, my heart begins to fall in my eyes, to my surprise, I walk right up to him, and my pulse begins to rise, hey I've been a bully, and I need to apologize, from under his coat he slit my throat, I met my demise. when you're stressed out or whatever it seems like that's what brings out a better product if you will and in the sense whenever i get pissed off or whatever and i come and do this shit i feel that i give you guys a better presentation than anything i've done before you know even if it's just an episode or two prior to this what you're hearing right now and i 
I can actually say that I really appreciate that from anyone who's listening to this stupid shit. Because seriously, this is a... I haven't been this, you know, fucked in the head in a long time. You know what I mean? Sometimes, you know, you just have to learn to live with it. But sometimes the motherfucker comes and it just eats you up like a cancer. And you got to let some of it out. Because if you don't... Even if you're not letting it all out, you're letting your words be or whatever. You know, because I talked around it. You know what I mean? I didn't talk about exactly what I'm going down... What's going down. But... You know, you talked, I mean, I talked around the situation such and such that, you know, I got to, you know what I mean? With that said, I'm going to thank you for listening, really, you know what I mean? Because it really means a lot and, uh, you know, things are kind of fucked right now, but you know what, fuck it, you know what I mean? We're going to learn to live with it one way or the other, you know what I mean? Fuck unity. I'll say that on this show because I say it on the other show. Might as well say it in this one because I don't want to be in a herd of automatons only to find out that even still the tribal instincts were not good enough to be a part of anything. <laughs> Believe that. So here we go. Uh, let's see. So I'm going to play you guys one last track and then we're, yeah, we're done for this episode at least. This is by a band called Snakes Don't Belong in Alaska. The song is called Cosmic Prophet uh, and it's off the album Interstellic Psychedelic. And if you like that, you know, I appreciate it. And if you don't, oh well. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody, you know what I mean? Because it seems like now my numbers are going up again. Lee that, isn't that crazy? A little bit of consistency goes a long way, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, on the, the next episode, we're going to be re- reviewing another movie. And I'm going to talk about some weird shit from my childhood. Not weird weird, but, you know, pretty weird. Behind everyone alive today, stand and 30 persons. For that is a ratio by which the dead outnumber the living. Since the dawn of time, about a hundred billion human beings have walked on this planet. Now, about a hundred billion is about the number of stars in our Milky Way galaxies. <laughs>